0: Our, our marriage is not a constant state of happiness. Yes, that's right. And I, I think that's unrealistic to think of marriage in that way. You're constantly going to be happy. You're constantly going to be lovey dovey. You're constantly going to have a good sex life.
1: Guys, you making me better. you making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. Guys, you making me better you're making me better and you choose to do it I ever whenever wherever what's up everybody this is marriage at Gogatha where our focus is building on a christ-centered marriage and i am felicia and i am joined here with my loving booth thing my hubby as always the infamous wayne penn jr what's why up gotta, baby why i gotta be infamous I
0: mean, because you are. Infamous do not have a good connotation, babe. Infamous, oh. like, okay, Hitler was infamous. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jackson is famous, well known. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> the illustrious. <laughs> okay, that'll work. Everybody's Wayne saying, Penn is infamous.
0: You're you known for being a criminal. Like, Al Capone was infamous. I'm like, you sorry,
1: know. baby. I apologize. It's cool. you all that in a bag of chips. Okay. How about that? Yes. <laughs> Mabu my thing how you doing honey? I'm good you just want to make fun of me right no I'm
0: just trying I tell you I
1: gotta take daggers already we ain't even got started yet this is absolutely ridiculous
0: no I'm just trying not to be slandered man that's all okay all I, right I'm infamous. so <laughs> what, what way, I what am way here
1: with my loving boot thing
0: thank you babe, I, I, babe I, I'm just messing with you
1: all that in a bag of chips
0: thank you honey you said that was some salt but it's cool it's
1: I yeah. love doing this life with you. I do. <laughs> Even though you like making fun of me, you know. Oh, gosh. I'm glad we don't do like outtakes and stuff because
0: we should. Yeah. You because know, you roast would,
1: me all the time.
0: Outtakes would be hilarious. You get me too now.
1: Whatever. This is a
0: two way street. The roasting goes both ways. Don't, don't.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Back. Let's focus. Let's get back on track here. So this is M at G, and we are so excited to be doing another episode for you guys yes, today. Yes, we're really excited. Yes, and we have a somewhat sensitive topic. Yeah. Um. To yeah. um to discuss to get into today. We um. We absolutely positively love talking about marriage, our journey, how we're still um learning mm-hmm. um things that we wish that we knew prior to marriage. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, we just like to share. Yeah. And just like to, to talk and chat, you know.
0: Yeah, we like for you to be guys. open books, no doubt.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we're talking um, today about, um, of course, marriage. And we know that it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. um, for a marriage to be quote unquote successful. Um, for you to feel like, I'm winning. We're winning here. We're winning in our marriage. And, um, things are going going good. Yeah, we might have some issues, some bumps there. Mm-hmm. Um but things are going great, but we know that all marriages are not in that same state. That's true. And ultimately, some marriages do fail. Yeah. And so we're talking today about um why, you know, uh marriages fail. Some of those reasons. You yeah. Know? Not to say that this is the list. Yes, yeah, it's,
0: <laughs> it's not an exhaustive list. Like yeah. yeah mhm yeah we're, we're always quick to say that everyone like we're not experts on the subject of marriage we're still learning we're forever learning it's one of our catchphrases you know we're forever learning but you know, we just kind of want to give some perspective on it because I feel like particularly in Christian marriages and you know me and Fee we're, we're Christians we're part of the church um it, it's often not a conversation that is had yeah you know why marriages fail We 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 talk a lot about divorce rates And everybody I'm sure is familiar with, you know, the culture war regarding marriage, you know, and particularly, you know, with Christians, you know, just so staunchly looking to defend the institution Mm -hmm. of marriage. Some of that, however, I think was done more out of fear than out of, you know, an actual understanding of what marriage is. And sometimes we've made marriage into an idol, honestly. Mm -hmm. And whenever it doesn't pan out, you know, when our idol falls down, so to speak, we we don't like to talk about the reasons why. You yes. know, we're just like, oh, well, that was just a failure. And unfortunately, people, you know, who have come out of failed marriages, you know, divorcees, I feel like in a lot of instances, they are treated like second class citizens. And there's really not enough, you know, work done to understand why um, things didn't work out. Like, yeah. there are a number of reasons. It, it, it's you can't just box it into just one reason and just kind of make conclusions about people just based on those one or two reasons exactly yeah.
1: because you know marriage is a relationship yeah and any relationship is vulnerable to failure Very
0: much you know so.
1: uh <laughs> agree you know mother-daughter relationship uh, yeah. father-son sibling relationship all relationships at some point kind of hit a wall where mm-hmm. they tend to fail or people just decide you know what yeah i no longer want to continue this relationship yeah um so we're kind of going to dig into that um today yeah yeah so uh one of the first things that came to mind when I'm thinking about um the topic of um why marriage um marriages fail Mm -hmm. um is the unrealistic view Mm. um of marriage Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times um you know we've talked about this course a lot on other episodes about that picture perfect marriage people think that you know this is the way that it's supposed to look right um this is what we need to achieve um we're looking at everyone else's marriage Mm -hmm. and we're trying to fit that into our own right we're trying to have the world's view of uh what marriage should look like yeah. we're trying to incorporate those things um into our marriage and we don't realize um number one <laughs> um how and why god ordained marriage um and the work that has to be put in um prior to <laughs> yeah and why are you in it exactly you know exactly. um the sacrifice um that you have to be willing to make when you say I do mm-hmm. and ultimately um you're not making that uh, commitment to each other, just to each other, but you're making it to God. Yes. In a Christian marriage. Indeed. Indeed. And so I think that when your marriage is not based sometimes on that commitment. Right. Um, of course there there are many other reasons, but I think sure. that, you know, we forget about that commitment that we've made um to God. Yeah. And we'll talk about, you know, um, we're we're not advocating people staying in an unhealthy marriage because you've made a commitment to God. Right. But um recognizing that the marriage is no, just not about you or yeah. you and your spouse, but yeah. that you're relying on God to help to, to get you and guide you through those rough times and and those challenges. But just going back to how um we view marriage yeah
0: often it is seen as you know like you said picture perfect um particularly it's it's one of those things where like happiness yeah for some reason is just it's like one of the first characteristics that we think of when it comes to marriage like you mm-hmm. know marriage is automatically associated with happiness and yeah. of course I mean there's some truth to that like I'm I'm very happy I'm very happily married you know it's a fee. I, I love her you know but Happiness is not the Our our marriage is not a constant state of happiness. Yes, that's right. And I, I think that's unrealistic to think of marriage in that way. You're constantly going to be happy, you're constantly going to be lovey-dovey. You're constantly going to have a good sex life. You're constantly going to uh, get along with your family. You're constantly going. <laughs> we wish, right? Yeah, you're, you're constantly going to like each other. You're constantly going to like your kids. You're constantly going. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I mean, that's what we mean, like when we say an unrealistic view, because it's a view that is more or less shaped by what we think our ideal marriage or relationship would look like. Mm-hmm. And you know, when our ideal is is not met. I mean, then, you know, if, if if we're banking on that picture of marriage being how our marriage turns out, it, it, it's it's not going to work out. It's it it not. isn't. I mean, or it could, but it's going to be through the result of getting rid of that, you know, mm-hmm. picture perfect view. Yeah. And, and, and
1: sometimes you have to be willing to admit that, you know what, this is not this is not what I picture, what I picture. This mm-hmm. is not what I plan, but I'm still willing to remain committed to the commitment that I made and do the work exactly you know so i think being able to erase that picture Mm -hmm. (laughs) that unrealistic view right um is is important as well and it's going to help you um to possibly prevent the
0: failure that's true the collapse that's true (laughs) um
1: that's about to occur yeah yeah so um i think also sometimes we believe that marriage is going to be a cure Ooh. it's going to be a cure for this empty um, space yeah. that I have in my life or this empty feeling this, this emptiness mm-hmm. is and we're sometimes we're using it as a filler. Yeah. And when that other person does not fill that void um, that we're looking to be filled, then, then it becomes, Oh, you know what? This is not going to work out. Right. This exactly. Is, so, recognizing that marriage isn't is not a cure it's not um <laughs> it's not it's, it's it's not a cure to your um emotional mm. uh, what's the word i'm looking for um instability
0: right it's yeah. not a cure to that Agreed. it's not a
1: cure to that mm-hmm. um because again as we talked before you have to be healthy emotionally yeah. um to have a successful um marriage Mm -hmm. um so recognizing that you know what i'm not using this person to fill a void in my life yeah now that person may come in and they may enhance Mm -hmm. you know some areas of your life where you know you might not feel at your best right but if it's a complete empty void that's the place where you you need to be able to come and heal there on your own as an individual. Yeah, I, I, prior th- to marriage,
0: I, I think in a sense, if we if we view um, our spouse as that person who is going to fill that void, we mm-hmm. we misuse them. Yes, I, I would dare say abuse. Yeah, just just in the sense that it's 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 a misuse of the person. Mm-hmm. Their their intent or no their reason for being in that marriage should not be to fill the void that you have. Yes. Now, granted. I'll, I'll be the first one to say that God has used you, honey, mightily mm-hmm. <laughs> to help shape me yes. and yes. to help um, develop my character mm-hmm. and you know kind of take off some of the rough edges. You know, yeah. again, it, it's, yes. I'm a work in progress, just like both of us are. But God has used you in a lot of ways to really help me learn about life, learn about how I relate to Him, learn about myself. Um, you've been an instrument for God to use. For, for sure, you know, and, impacting who I am as a person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that I feel is a proper understanding of the role that the person has in, in shaping you, mm-hmm. but that does not have to come from somebody you're married to. Yeah. God can use people in your life aside from somebody who's married yeah. to help shape you. He can use friends. Mm-hmm. He can use family. He can use coworkers. He can use, you know, supervisors. Yeah. So it, it does not have to be somebody you're married to. So I, I think it's dangerous. Um, to think that you know what well, this person is going to you know quote unquote complete me fill this void you know whether you said like it like you said it's emotional instability insecurity about myself happiness i'm not happy so i'm marrying in order to feel happy that that's dangerous um you know uh, marrying to feel uh sexually fulfilled somehow yeah, yeah that can also be dangerous oh definitely um Marrying, like you mentioned, a cure-all. It's not a cure-all for any of those things that I listed, nor is marriage a cure-all for singleness. Mm -hmm. I want to emphasize that too. Singleness does not need to be cured. Break break it down for us. (laughs) It's, It's not a problem that needs to be solved. Singleness is not... Uh, a disease that That's marriage right. is the antidote for. It, it, it is not. <laughs> so all my singles out there, y'all are good. It's You're cool. Good. Yes. I know you've been made to feel like second class citizens sometimes, particularly in the church setting. But you are not. Yes. Right. God values you, and you, you are vital, <laughs> vitally important, and not just for being a babysitter to married couples. You, you are vital and important. <laughs> just period. As a whole. Um yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's important that we, we really kind of push that point because. If you view marriage as a cure all, you know, from the from the perspective of what God ordained for marriage, if if you don't if you don't use it for what he ordained it for, and you think of it instead as a cure all, you're gonna be disappointed.
1: You definitely are. Because it's not. It's, it's not it's really not. You've realize that even after you do get married, there are some issues that I have when you start looking at yourself Facts. and you're like, Now these issues that were your issues have now become Mm-hmm. your spouse's issues right and so that's why it's important to to recognize those things mm-hmm. and if it is an issue that you may have um mentally emotionally it's important for your spouse to i think to be aware of those things mm-hmm. um because you may be using them as a cure and they have no idea mm-hmm. that you
0: yeah. are they didn't know you were sick are sick? Exactly. you know that yeah. you're
1: battling a certain issue Mm -hmm. so I think it's really important to to make them aware um or if you say hey let's you know let's halt you know um let's not get married just yet Mm. um you know if you're Mm -hmm. willing to wait and you know if you want to come alongside me as a friend or as a fiance and help me to kind of walk through this um, to get to get healthy, someone that issue may not be totally resolved before mm-hmm. you get married. But the person shouldn't be blindsided, right? Exactly. Um, exactly to the issue, and then you trying to use the marriage as a cure for something that they don't even know yeah. that you have. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good point. Babe. You know, good point. Yeah, and so I also thought um, about something that we struggle with early in our marriage is um, not speaking up. Mm. um i think that me more so than you
0: yeah yeah that could
1: that could lead to to um to failure i think in a marriage when you're not honest about those things Mm -hmm. that um are affecting you negatively um that are hurting you Mm -hmm. or disappointing you um the things that um maybe resentment is starting to set in mm-hmm. because you haven't addressed certain things. You haven't said to your spouse, this is an issue for me yeah. or I don't like, mm-hmm. you know? And so we had this thing where we didn't really want to argue or have a fight right. when we first got married. It yeah. was like, so there were a lot of things that we we bottled up yeah. emotionally. I think where the difference came in is that I exploded. Yeah. <laughs> first Mm -hmm. and it just all came out at one time yeah um versus where you were like kind of kind of a slow burn yeah Yeah. slow burn Mm -hmm. yeah and then you you were the introvert in the marriage and you you're the person that was more patient Mm -hmm. and more you know um i'm willing to take the the punch the the bullet you know you know i'm just willing to to take all the heat yeah and
0: but I'm pass- you were suffering but i'm yeah and i'm passive aggressive yeah. so it, it comes out in spurts yeah. like i may not mm-hmm. explode on you mm-hmm. and and you're very good at detecting this yes. like it's i i often wonder sometimes even when i'm speaking like really calmly you'll be like babe what's wrong why are you why are you you know why are you going off and i'm like yeah. i'm as calm as i'll get out but you can tell
1: yeah yeah you're going off
0: that i'm throwing darts even yes. if my voice is like really really calm yeah. And so yeah. yeah
1: definitely so i think Being uh, willing to to speak up and making your spouse feel like, hey, it's okay. I want you to raise the flag, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, flag on the field. I'm hurt, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? This is bothering me, Um, so that it doesn't get to the point to where that pot is boiling over Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times that happens Um, people don't recognize until they get in counseling maybe or divorce court Mm -hmm. whatever like okay I didn't even realize that was an issue Yeah, I didn't know that
0: was an issue right
1: or maybe we've had a two hour three hour argument or two or three days of silent treatment. I don't think we've had that. We've had that arguments that have lasted a little while. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end and you're like, okay, well, why didn't you just say that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh <laughs> you know, yeah. You
1: Like, okay, why didn't you speak up and just, and just say that? Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like, I've been feeling this way since we got married and, and then your marriage could be into year 10, 15, 20 or whatever. And you're just saying these things. You haven't spoken up. Yeah um like uh, and again those things bring bitterness they bring resentment they do. they do and um before you know it everything is exploding and you no longer have the the willpower the patience mm. the you know the love Ooh, that's a good point. to want to work through those issues exactly. because you've felt like okay well I've been dealing with this for 15 years. I'm ready to throw in a towel now Mm -hmm. when sometimes you just have to speak up. And of course, when someone's speaking up to you, the other person has to be willing to listen listen. Mm -hmm. and say, yes, I want you to speak up. I want you to tell me what's hurting you. What's bothering you. What don't you agree with? Mm -hmm. Even sometimes if it's a little thing. Now there are times I think in marriage where you have to, um, you know, be willing to throw your hands up and say okay you're not recognized that i'm not going to win every single fight i'm not going to always get things my way sure but it's important to still say you know what i don't agree with this but it's you know i'm willing to you know to work through it or Mm -hmm. it's okay yeah you know what i'm saying we can agree to disagree yeah yeah um and, and still love each other and respect each other yeah but just staying silent and agreeing to something when you really internally
0: don't agree to it, yeah. it's really unhealthy. It is unhealthy, and it's also very deceiving because somehow we think that, and I say we because I, I guess I can more so see for myself, but there's this mindset that if I don't address the issue, it somehow or another goes away. Yeah. yeah. And like anybody that's had any experience with conflict resolution knows mm-hmm. that that's just not true. It doesn't go away. It just festers and like you said it blows up and explodes and comes out in your behavior you know in later instances and i think it's really important particularly in a christian context yes because we have this notion that you know christian marriages are just supposed to be you know argument free and Mm -hmm. no conflict or whatever
1: again that's that unrealistic view it's
0: unrealistic (laughs) and it's a lie yeah it really is i mean i'm I'm gonna use the l word it is a lie yeah yeah um we got to be careful with that man like we got to be willing to speak up um you know I, i've had to learn this like uh shout out to my brother Jay will he gave me this advice one time he was saying that with my personality you know i i, I I'm, I'm a big fan of the enneagram you know i'm mm-hmm. enneagram nine which is the peacemaker mm-hmm. those of you that know me know that probably fits me better than it anything. does um but the temptation for me is to not be vocal about how i'm feeling for the sake of like keeping peace
1: yeah you don't like confrontation
0: yeah yeah or like me I, I don't, I don't like it. I, I'm willing to enter into it. Um, but my approach to it is, is is different from a lot of people. Gotcha. And so with, with me, it's like, um, I'm willing to, to kind of suppress how I'm feeling in this moment, you know, for the sake of, you know, keeping up and it's a false sense of peace. It really is to your point earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, it hurts, however, our relationship because it's unfair to you mm-hmm. because I'm not bringing all of me to my marriage yes at that point yes so you could be blindsided by something you know or something i say or a way i react to a different situation you're like wait a minute where's this coming, coming from? from yeah and then i'll say you know well this is bothering me and then you're like okay
1: yeah and this has happened these things it, happen. it has <laughs> happened
0: yeah oh the reason why we're able to speak so freely in this is because we've experienced it. yeah i mean definitely. so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, speak up please <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
1: and and we realize it it can be hard for introverts. It can be it can. hard for that person, like you said, that's um, the peacekeeper, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't want that confrontation. Yeah, um, just wants everything to kind of to go well. And yeah. I just want this to be a beautiful thing. I want you to love me. I want you to be happy with me. Um yeah
0: but, but, God, but J- Jesus didn't say blessed are keepers. he said blessed are peace makers, makers yes. so you got to be willing to take that step to dive into confrontation when it comes yeah um,
1: definitely and it, sure. it, it I, it's it's fair because like you said we're we're learning from each other no you doubt. know what i'm saying you don't want to hold back mm-hmm. Um, who you are, you want to bring all of all you of the, yep. to the marriage, mm-hmm. you know. So yep. that's important. For so sure. I started doing some um, doing some research. Again, we decided that we were going to talk about this topic.
0: I'm mm-hmm.
1: um, looking at some reasons as to why um, marriages fail, and just a couple of them. Um, uh, of course, we talked about not speaking up, yep. um, trouble with in laws, mm. um, religious differences, mm-hmm. um, not staying connected. And just having um, a different um, idea of a life plan; those are some of the things. So let's let's talk about some of these. Yeah. Um, trouble with in laws and and not just in laws, I think, but like family members. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, again, when when you when you're coming together, we have similar backgrounds in how we were raised, but we also have some dip- a lot of differences For in sure. how we were raised. For sure. And. Um, what role you know your family plays in marriage we have different views yeah, about we have that different dynamics. you can have different views about okay you know this cuz ultimately if if you're married okay and unless your spouse is, does not have any living relatives your family is, is going to play some type of role oh, in, in your mix. marriage. They're gonna be in the mix. You know, sure. a lot of people like to say, Oh, it's my marriage, it's just between me and my you know what I'm saying. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically <laughs> Right, exactly. No, it's not gonna happen. Um now, should you set boundaries for family? Yeah. Definitely yes. there should be some healthy agreed boundaries that agreed. should be set. Yeah. Um but I think this is a huge one again it relates to not speaking up Um, and not, you know, saying, okay, well, what are the boundaries, um, that we're going to set for our family, whether it be your in-laws, um, it could be siblings in terms of, okay, if someone is down and out, how do you feel about family being invited into your home and, and coming to live with you and, you know, things of that nature. So those things are really, really, um, important. But, um, I remember I read this book, um, when we were going through some issues um, early in our marriage, um, that talked about the title of the book was not your, not my parents' marriage. Yeah. Not your parents' yeah, marriage.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember you trying <laughs> to get me to read Yeah, it. And I was
1: trying to like force this book down Rain's throat. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Another I thought I should have read it though. But yeah. Yeah. And so matter of fact, you probably need to go back and read it, but no shade anyway. <laughs> no <way>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was like, okay, your idea, because you look to your parents' marriage as a, um, and correct me if i'm wrong but Mm -hmm. as a a picture a um a sign or you know like okay well this is an idea or concept of of how maybe our marriage parts of our marriage should look well see i i i think here's a
0: mistake i made I, i i believe my parents have an amazing marriage
1: yes i believe so too
0: yeah yeah um but I think the mistake I made was I think there's a difference. There's a subtle difference between looking at a marriage as an example mm-hmm. versus looking at a marriage as a blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. I think I made the mistake of looking at their marriage as a blueprint. Exactly. For yeah. ours, as opposed to an example where I can take bits mm-hmm. and pieces of, you know, how i've seen them handle conflict and you know deal with issues they've dealt with there's there's nothing wrong you know with looking to marriages whether they've been married longer than you yeah. or marriages yeah. you know that and i are, think we,
1: sh- we should look to marriages we, we as for you know for example we should
0: yeah. yeah whether they've been married longer than you or or shorter than you um you can learn from any couple um but I, I think I made the mistake of making that a blueprint as opposed to an example. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To your so point. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where a lot of our conflict came in yeah. because my mom was a single parent after my dad died mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, so it was like, I didn't have that. I'm like, Hey, we're going to do this on our own and we're going to figure it out. And I think how we felt about those things yeah. started, um, to, to conflict, Yeah, it was friction. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, you know we had to really work through that mm-hmm. and dig some things out and begin to understand okay why i feel a certain way about this and right. why um you know you feel a certain way about that but mm-hmm. i think in terms of you know family dynamics that's really really important those are things that could um really cause like you said some some friction in your marriage some issues and some problems mm-hmm. um if you don't talk um those things through Um, even in terms of, of children, when, when one spouse is bringing, you know, has children and the other spouse doesn't, or both of you, it could be divorcees and you're going into your second marriage and you've got children. It could be on either side, father or mother, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of how children will be raised. Um, those things are really important because I've known some people to say, you know, I don't like my husband's kids and I don't like, uh, my, (laughs) you know, my wife's got Two other kids from a prior marriage, and mm-hmm. they're ruining our marriage, yeah. and you know those things yeah if <laughs> if there's not a solution and those things aren't worked through, they could lead, lead to failure
0: yeah they could lead because them. yeah they could
1: you haven't come to a common ground you um and those are I think some things that need to be discussed prior to marriage because once you're in it Mm -hmm. and and you're trying to you know of course you're going to be trying to figure some things out yeah but you shouldn't be approaching it with the standpoint of okay we're just now talking about this we're just now trying to figure this out we're just realizing we're willing to admit that this is an issue because i think nine times out of ten you recognize you know you know when there's gonna be yeah um an issue exactly yeah. you know and so in terms of okay how do we um work through this how do we deal with that those are some things that can 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 lead um to a marriage collapsing. oh yeah for sure yeah. for
0: sure for um agree. and
1: so looking at religious differences mm-hmm. i think this is a major one it is um even though this is a uh, a christian podcast mm-hmm. um you know even in christianity we have some differences agreed you know
0: agreed Agreed. yeah
1: (laughs) yeah you know we 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 have some religious differences and um just to share a story um before we got married um i was engaged to someone else and this was an issue we were both christians we were this was an issue about okay well where do we go the church yeah um you know and i'm like does it does it really matter Mm -hmm. you know um but it was those were some things that kind of was like among some other issues that was an issue yeah um in terms of you know um how we viewed um certain things even in christianity
0: yeah so
1: you could be part of the same denomination reformation um and still have some differences in those things if they aren't discussed recognized agreed upon or you know if you haven't reached some type of common ground they can become a detriment they can
0: um they can. to your marriage mm-hmm. that's, that's that's very true like it, it's and we're not even talking like, like you said we're, we're not necessarily talking you know christianity versus any other religion or whatever um there are people you know who are very devout christians who have either married somebody who's not a christian yeah who yeah. has like no religious affiliation mm-hmm. or have had a, a different You know religious you know experience whether it be like islam or you know hinduism buddhism Mm -hmm. whatever um i think though the the important thing you know because we we could go through this whole you know scriptural discourse about you know why christians married christians or whatever we're not going to delve into that but i mean the main point we're trying to make here is this this can be a factor in why marriages fail Mm -hmm. because when it's not dealt with and when it's not communicated um religious beliefs they're among the most strongest beliefs out there yeah people People hold hold on to that (laughs) they hold to them very strongly and so um it's really important that you both have an understanding of your stances Mm -hmm. on religious beliefs It, it just really is um some people are willing you know to compromise more than others and i mean depending on where you fall on the spectrum again whether it be christianity or islam or whatever it's just important to have the understanding yeah um and i mean again we're just trying to acknowledge this as a factor it's not one of the top factors i believe yes. but it is a factor it, it, it is and it can contribute so i mean having an awareness i think is really important ultimately just just being self-aware about how this could potentially cause the vision that if it's not dealt with can be irreparable
1: yeah 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 definitely and so the next one is not staying connected mm. um and this Oh, this could be it. Could really, really broad because yeah. not staying connected could be not staying connected as far as communication, right. um, not staying connected um, intimately, mm-hmm. sexually. There's so um, many things um, that encompasses staying connected with your spouse. Yeah, um, and so um, I also thought about um, situations where um, you're working at night okay and your spouse um Mm -hmm. works through in the daytime or whatever and you guys don't ever see each other um you know there's no date nights there's no plan of um how we're going to stay connected Mm -hmm. how are we going to make sure that we're getting um some type of quality time (laughs) you know and i think that probably with i won't say every marriage but a lot of marriages there's always going to be a sense of okay we're trying to catch up because you're doing mm. life you're, yeah. you're going through every true. Day life and i think some areas of your life if you if you if you're married and you both work jobs you have kids some aspect of your life there's going to be some suffering yeah you know some That's some areas going to go lacking um but it's being aware that these areas are i'm lacking in these areas Mm -hmm. we need to put more work we need to try to put some more time into that but when you're uh, completely ignoring the signs or if you're unaware that i've lost connection with my spouse um or they feel like they've lost connection with me we're no longer communicating the way that we possibly should be Mm -hmm. then there's some issues because no one wants to be in a marriage and alone yeah and by yourself right um right. you know because it's like okay well what's the point mm-hmm. what's the point of me being married if i'm gonna be doing life alone if i'm gonna be doing things by myself which um ultimately can push the person um out the door yeah it might not be on paper but these are things that can lead to um infidelity yeah um you know, so it's it's really, really important to make sure that you're staying connected, that you're communicating, mm-hmm. that you are aware of your spouse's um, mental health, their emotional health.
0: Yeah, we keep going They're back just to that. Overall
1: yeah. being like, um, you know, there have been times and this could be completely going off way into a whole nother topic um, where a spouse has been going through something and the other the other person is not even aware aware Mm -hmm. that they're dealing with this issue yeah you know um and it's like i I didn't know yeah um and and sometimes these are situations that can can't be avoided because you just you're not inside the mind of your spouse right um but if you haven't been communicating with this person um to find out why they're dealing with the issues that they're willing what led them down this path um, then those are some things that can can lead you know to to the marriage again collapsing and failing
0: yeah yeah i I thought about like just this podcast in general, like one of the reasons why we came together to do this podcast was in an effort to stay connected, yeah, like uh you know fief, if any of y'all know my wife, she's amazing she's she's got her hands in so many different things she's you know event planner extraordinaire, you know at one point she was a life coach you know she's she's um you know, involved in uh, a minority women's organization, you know, she, she has all of these different hats that she wears and I had my own, you know, yes, interests. You, you stay busy too. I do. And, and, and so there was the potential for us, you know, in an effort to be supportive of each other, you know, cause we never want to say, you know, well, Hey, don't do this, mm-hmm. you know, cause if it's a dream and if it's an ambition of yours, yeah, by all yeah. Means, I, I got you. I'm, 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 I'm with you and for you. But there is an unintentional danger of you growing apart Mm -hmm. in your pursuits. Yes. And so, like, we just kind of, you know, sitting and chatting, like, you know, what is like a project or something we can do together? Yes. That, like, will bring both of us to the table and allow us to utilize our gifts Mm -hmm. and ideas and that kind of thing. And, I mean, that's really kind of what this was birthed out of, more or less. It's just an effort for us to stay connected. And that's a way that you all can do that. I mean, it's... It doesn't have to necessarily be an exercise in like, you know, mundane, I don't know, like you don't have to like, you know, read books on connection necessarily, those are good. But finding something that you all have a common interest in. Like, yeah. you know, like for instance, me and fee like to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what better way do you know yes. to pursue that? And we like to talk about our marriage. We like to talk about issues that and we see we around like us. To talk to each other, even though I do the majority of talking. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, yeah, but I like I like listening to you. So I mean,
1: sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Because other times, this is like, all right, you go over there, I go over here. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll know, be happy. But I mean, it. but no, it's this was just an effort to stay connected. And mm-hmm. I feel like you know, if you find something that you have a common interest in again nothing wrong with books counseling you know yeah use all the tools at your disposal but finding a common interest i feel like is a really practical way to stay connected
1: and i think also a way in staying connected is also realizing that there may be some other connections that you have
0: mm. that is
1: interfering with the main connection mm. so like you sound like you're about to pre no Come on <laughs> i'm saying that like you mentioned some of the things that i used to do i had to give up some of those things because yeah. i realized that they were interfering with family time that's with true. our one-on-one time yeah you know but sometimes they, in order for you to stay connected you have to give up something that's a good point and you have to be willing to do that and and say you know what it, you know for a period of time maybe it sure. might not be something that you have to give up for, like like, for the rest of your life permanently right. mm-hmm. but you may have to say you know what i'm gonna have to um you know cut ties with this so that i can invest more time in staying connected um with my spouse because once you lose I think you know connection it's really hard to rebuild mm-hmm. um that just speaking from the experience it's, it's hard to rebuild that again um you can do it it's possible um but it's just staying connected is is really really important
0: yeah I agree I yeah agree. for sure
1: yeah and so also another one that was on the list was just having um different in life plans yeah Um, And how, you know, yeah, yeah, we view (laughs) how we've mapped out, um, you know, our life and what we want, you know, things to look at, where Mm. we want to go in life. What are our plans, our ambitions and things like that. And sometimes when you're headed down to totally different paths that don't bring you together. Right. That can be a detriment. It can be. And, you know, I always say. We're, we're two individuals, and we're going to enjoy doing different things. We don't like to do all of the same. Like, I don't want to do uh, rollerblading. You don't want to run, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying, right, <laughs> four right. or five miles. Yeah, yeah. But we can go in the same miles. place exactly. and do that and then meet up eventually. And we have done that. Yeah. Yes. And so it may be with business, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There may be a business that, you know, um, venture that you want to begin. Um, how do you bring your spouse into that if they have a desire to want to be a part of that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's something that's going to consume a lot of your time and take away time from your spouse. You want to try to find a way to include them um, with that. And like, even, you know, with you being in... In ministry, mm-hmm. um, one of the main focuses and in, in how God shifted us in, in ministry was it allowed for the entire family yes. to be a part and for us yes. not to feel like we're secluded, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and you're over here right. doing what you're doing yeah. and just recognizing that, you know, like you don't take um, as many side gigs as you used to take. Mm-hmm. You rarely take any, yeah. you know, um, you recognize that, OK, this is taking away time. You know, from my family, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it. Here's a way I can still do it, mm-hmm. but without it, without taking, sacrificing, yeah, yeah, sacrificing the time yeah. that I want to spend with my wife or with our children. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I, I think looking at this, I mean, we could probably go on and on and on. Um, you know, about things that lead um, to to failure in marriage. Ultimately, I think um, the one is forgetting about the commitment. And the sacrifice, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that we made. You know the commitment we made um, before God. Yeah, in our vows. Mm-hmm. You know we go through them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we rehearse them um the night before and things like that but how often do we go back in our marriage and look at our vows that's a good point like i don't know in the 13 Ooh. years that we've been married have we, have ever, we ever done gone that back. That's a, you, know that's what I'm really you know you know you have point. some people that do like vow renewals and things sure. like that which i think is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. but aside from the ceremonial piece like do we yeah. really go back and look at the vows um that we've made um once you know after we've said i do mm-hmm. do we really go back and do that and, and we have to be honest and say you know sometimes we don't sometimes we don't we don't yeah we don't true. look at them we might think about it we might have flashbacks of mm-hmm. you know but we don't really think about those vows that we've made um so i think you know it, it's, we could say ways to avoid <laughs> failure but again any relationship is is vulnerable to failure yeah but i think there are some things that we can do mm-hmm. um to steer us away from that failure and push us closer to um the rewards and the success of of marriage um yeah. and I, I i feel awkward using that word success because it's, it's not a
0: business it's yeah it's it's but, not yeah exactly um, it shouldn't be like results driven in the sense yeah, that you yeah. know you're hitting these markers and exactly. if you don't you know yeah, yeah because yeah. you
1: you're gonna have some wins and you're gonna have some losses exactly. marriage, you're gonna have some highs and you're gonna have some lows mm-hmm. um just going through life there are people that have been married 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. and they hit still hit bumps they do in the road but um yeah i think what happens over time is that you've um grown and you've matured so the way that you face those challenges now differ from the way that you faced them when you first got married yes um yeah Yeah. so well said eh? yeah Mm -hmm. yeah this has been really really great um if you Mm -hmm. guys you know um have any other um you know uh
0: like thoughts thoughts
1: um on on why marriages fail the things that you think we should you know recognize and and talk about we would love to hear it um but yeah this has been really really great and again we are uh, forever learning we are not experts um on this um we still face challenges in our marriage every day um with each other with our children Mm. with just doing life um doing this christian life yeah you know so um but yeah this has been really really great
0: hun yeah likewise babe all right signing off y'all
1: thanks so much for listening to marriage at golgotha we really appreciate you guys for listening thank y'all this is always phenomenal it's always wonderful
0: Mm -hmm. always fun yes
1: always fun so babe tell them
0: where they can check us out well for starters you can go to our site site is marriage at golgotha.com m-a-r-r-i-a-g-e A-T-G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A dot com. That's probably the easiest way to listen. We have our podcast episodes page set up with a playlist, and you can go down the episodes however you want, listen in to each episode there. We're also set up on iTunes for our Apple users. For our Android users, we will not hold that against you. We are on Google Podcasts. And uh, for anybody, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. There are a few other podcasting platforms that we're on as well. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Follow us there. Like our Facebook page. On Instagram, our handle is M at G, that's M A T G underscore podcast. You have a lot of ways to get to us. We want to get it out there not because we're looking to be famous, but because we, we really believe God's giving us something to say and we really just like the conversations.
1: That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage.
0: A to the man. Seeing red, seeing you,
1: seeing you leaving, death, leaving death in my head. Feel like I got no control in my head. Every thought, every word that you said. Doesn't fade over time. Push your knees over mine. Was it God? Was it Him teaching me to forgive? Did it take leaving me?